Hello everyone. This is GOI Radio and I am your host Chitra Anand. And I'm broadcasting from the radio station of Gallery of Ideas, broadcasting live from Barcelona, Spain, and today is November 18. On this talk show, you will find your own encouragement for your unique journey on holistic health and empowered living. You will be provided tools and tips not to just survive this life but thrive in the areas of health, career, family and self-care. So come with your big bold empowered life with me on my talk show on GOI Radio. Are you ready? I sure am. Our topic for today is empowered living and we will also integrate principles of holistic health. On today's show we are excited to offer you the best tips and pointers on how to get started on a highly successful holistic healthy and empowering lifestyle. So prepare to take off. Thanks to the positive and nice feedback I received. It's really lovely to hear being appreciated and kindly check out our Facebook group GOI Radio Polyglot Barcelona details of all shows are posted on a regular basis and you can reach me there to comment or ask questions This past weekend we in India celebrated Diwali Diwali is celebrated by Indians particularly Hindus all over the world and one of the significance is the triumph of good over evil it is really a five day festival pretty much the whole week indians all over the world especially in india they do celebrate it all over the week and many parts of india have different variations but the bottom line is the significance of triumph of good over evil and some parts of eastern india associate the festival with goddess kali and many parts associated with krishna during the festival hindus jains and sikhs illuminate their home temples and workspaces with diyas candles and lanterns diya is actually a lamp usually an earthen lamp filled with oil and a wick hindus in particular have a ritual oil bath at dawn on each day of the festival diwali is also marked with fireworks and the decoration of floats with rangoli designs food is a major focus and families partaking in feasts and sharing sweet desserts The festival is an annual homecoming and bonding period not only for families but for friends, communication communities and associations. It is really a very very huge celebration. I am always taken back in memory to those days when I was growing up like many others in India and how we celebrated it. As children our only focus was bursting the firecrackers so many 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 different assortment of firecrackers are sold they even sold 2 months ahead of the festival leading up to the festival because it's very popular to burst crackers and to light up the lamps but in the past few years i have noticed not that many crackers are being sold due to the high prices but when we when we when i was growing up we used to have competition in our neighborhoods we used to have groups of children form forming different gangs all in a very very friendly but very competitive attitudes so we would start collecting our firecrackers 
and would nag her parents to keep buying more. People bought firecrackers depending on how much they could afford. It really is an expensive item and most parents thought just for a few seconds of bursting a cracker and turning it into ash the really it really does not justify the expense associated with it so it would trickle down and we would just get a handful at least that's what happened in, for me just a few so we would all um, treasure the few that we had in the neighborhood so the competition was who would get up the earliest and light up their first cracker parents back then used to it was compulsory to sleep you know no it be we would go to bed early and it was in our uh, tradition it we are supposed to have an oil bath which is placing oil on the uh, head uh, top of our head by elders in the family and taking a bath but we would sneak out so the rival gangs of children inside the neighborhood would all be ready even much before the crack of dawn usually around 3 or so in the morning ready with a heap of firecrackers ready with a candle to light it and ready with sparklers these are those cute items that you know they light up so quickly and easily and we use it to light the bigger crackers bigger firecrackers needless to say if one kid got a head start then the whole neighborhood would be filled with noise and the all the streets will be filled with papers from the firecrackers this is almost unheard of in this day and age because very very few people still burst those firecrackers it is really exorbitantly extravagantly priced these days and uh, very few can afford it but they still do buy and you can hear it here and there in the cities but back then that's the only sound that you would hear first thing in the morning like a couple of hours then people would again wait uh, kids especially would wait for evening late evening and again start like from 7ish in the evening going up till 10 or 11 and firecrackers of all assorted sizes some that made a lot of noise some that made a big display it was just the most amazing childhood and i'm sure many who grew up with me who were still all over the world would recall all the festivities and this is one of those festivals that brought in together all the family wherever the families are they would merge especially if, if you are in the big city and if you have family in town that's that was the occasion our parents would uh, t- take my brother and i and we would pack all the the uh, snacks sweets dessert savory everything that my mother and grandmothers had prepared we would pack it in a big plate festive plate decorate it and we would take it to every house and we would hand it over to them and again there would be a lot of eating that that was one day you know i really cannot even imagine how it can be today because people are so health conscious all over the world when i was growing up i really never heard the word health or health conscious <laughs> everything was you know okay everything you could eat there was no restraint um and almost always all the uh, items that were prepared for diwali uh, were fell into the two categories of sweet and savory and the sweet items were always dripped with ghee uh, butter what not and the savory items were always deep fried um so every house you go you get treated to all of this and i can only uh, speak from my experience as a child looking forward to eating again all those you know yummy delectable things and then again bursting some more crackers with your cousins and then again going to another house 
so the int and uh, oh i forgot to mention the most important thing we usually uh, wore new clothes on that day that was an absolute uh, important tradition for us in fact in many families they only used to buy for diwali so uh, kids used to wait the whole year to get a new set of clothes um, so after we uh, woke up very early in the morning finished bursting the crackers and then we would have that oil bath and then we would have a really grand breakfast that our moms grandmothers the women of the household used to make and then we would go out again to burst some more crackers but this time very less because we didn't want to uh, you know take a bath all over again we would just do something light outside and then our, our trips to see the houses our relatives our friends our cousins would start and so the whole day would go it really was the most amazing period and back then when i am talking about we did not have television and even when we did have it was only in few houses so most of the time was really spent talking um and more talking and for when we wore our a new dress in the morning after taking bath we would just keep wearing it the whole day because it was a very unusual feeling wearing a new uh, dress but in today's uh, day and age i even when my son was growing up you know we used to buy clothes all the time so that feeling is not really there among many youngsters today because they do get it even before they ask Uh, but back then we did not really get it and th- that day everybody did buy you know depending on how much they could afford and the more that you could afford the more that you used to buy so many stuff so it really is one of a kind festival and today the world over um indians and uh, people of indian origin and their friends family cousins everybody do celebrate diwali and they do light up lanterns they light up lamps uh is so significant for the festival to bring in the good it's really a triumph of good over evil and like i said there are so many small mythical stories and little variations throughout india on in different parts of india but the bottom line is that celebration that really really joyous celebration and i wish my audience a very very happy diwali a very prosperous happy healthy diwali even though my wishes are little bit belated it still comes from the bottom of my heart i really wish the very best for you in these days of corona and the covid period the pandemic that has affected the world over affected globally i would like to share a few types of self care physical emotional social and spiritual a physical self care involves good sleep walking or some form of good exercise eating healthy and nutritious food giving stretching your body yoga and taking adequate rest the emotional aspects are stress management emotional maturity forgiveness compassion and kindness i usually practice these not only with myself and my immediate family but whenever i walk outside or wherever i travel wherever i am i practice this when i come across people who are less fortunate than i and i can see very clearly that they are struggling in these difficult times in my heart i send them compassion i send towards them feeling of empathy i send prayers to them i send hugs to them and i send love to them I strongly believe that these prayers of love and kindness and empathy compassion all of them reach everybody around me
even though it might be very silent and i am probably the only one sensing it i am convinced that it does reach as you know i have talked so many times about we emitting a frequency and the vibration that our bodies are in the more you learn to feel empathy to be in compassion the more this is going to reach everyone around you social self care includes boundaries which we have talked a lot before positive social media i find this really really important in today's day and age because as you know i do have two facebook groups and we are reaching more than 40000 women and i know the effect of positive social media because very quickly people um, can perceive something in the negative and it very quickly uh, becomes a much larger issue than it needs to be as an administrator of the group i'm always watchful for these things so when we interact on social media it becomes our responsibility to be in a more positive manner positive attitude and try our best to reach out with positive vibes time together and asking for help spiritual types of self care are definitely meditation i have talked extensively about meditation the effects how it helps us to retrospect what we can do when we are sitting by ourselves being in nature journaling you might definitely recall i'm talking so much about it me talking about gratitude how we can maintain a gratitude journal how to be in the state of gratitude how to be thankful when we just walk outside looking at nature feeling the breeze feeling the air around us be grateful for what we have try and make this a daily habit where and when possible i read this article about einstein which i found very interesting when einstein gave lectures at us universities the recurring question that students asked him most was do you believe in god and he always answered i believe in the god of spinoza spinoza was a dutch philosopher considered one of the great rationalists of 17th century philosophy along with descartes spinoza claimed to have said that god would say stop praying what i want you to do is go out into the world and enjoy your life i want you to sing have fun and enjoy everything i have made for you in the mountains in the woods rivers lakes and beaches that's where i live god claimed and there i express my love for you stop asking me god says will you tell me how to do my job stop being so scared of me this life is the only thing here and now and it's all you need the only thing for sure is that you are here and that you are alive that this world is full of wonders these are the words from spinoza and they hold good even today so often we are caught up with statements in our head like she should not have done that he should not have said that he should not have done that she did this to me and as you know the list is endless and when we are caught in that spiral of negativity i have told you so many times before in the earlier talks i always used to get caught in that spiral of negativity and it would pull me down completely pull me down 
once i got caught in it i never knew how to get off get out of it i would be bombarded with those thoughts and it just gained momentum for me that's what happened it would just gain momentum and that was more more powerful with negative thoughts so much more than positive thoughts so over the years i really had to train myself to focus to be aware when i was getting caught in that web of negativity getting caught before my spiraling down started and i had to be i had to really train myself with the awareness with the focus but once you make the shift and you are able to stay in the field of positivity like for example you find things that are you are so grateful for in your life amidst the pandemic amidst whatever is going on you still manage to find as soon as you wake up in the morning your focus is in what you have in life that you are grateful for when you do that the shift happens and then you are then caught in the spiral of the positive web which then elevates you it elevates your mood it elevates elevates the frequency of vibration that you are emitting and subsequently you are going to attract more people of that same and there is going to be you are going to be surrounded with more positivity more kindness more love so the responsibility ultimately lies with you i don't know how many people can easily accept the statement because i had a lot of difficulty i i don't know if you might recall my first or second talk i said how i used to listen to eckhart tolle and the power of now cds and how much uh, over a period of close to 4 years i used to argue um, at least in my head with eckhart tolle and say uh, there is only the past and there is going to be the pres- future there really is no present and i truly did not want to stay in the present and i used to argue with eckert in inside my head that is um against the power of now and um against the now basically that i did not want to be so it was um i found it difficult to accept responsibility for all areas of my life for all of my thoughts for all of my feelings sometimes my thoughts of ill will towards others used to bring me some amount of relief and i really found it a struggle to let go of that kind it was a pattern that i had and i used to observe myself so much especially when you are sitting in meditation you're sitting reflecting on your actions especially when you sit down quietly with yourself for me these would just come up to the surface and though i resisted and i was angry at those thoughts and subsequently angry with myself for thinking those thoughts it was a journey of sorts looking back i can clearly see that it was the whole thing was a journey so taking responsibility is not only for our actions is for our thoughts for the feelings for how we react or how we choose to respond one of the transitions that have happened to me over time is that i do not react to every single negative thought that popped into my head which i distinctly recall doing so and many times i till this day recall being harsh with myself or harsh with that thought and so i was having those low level vibrations within me so it was a path and journey to discover self care self love self acceptance and so I, the only reason i'm sharing is there can be a few people out there who might be in where where i was and who might be able to relate to and i used to listen to many positive talks on youtube for example by louis hay and sometimes i realized i had to be open to listen to what i was hearing 
because when i made up my mind that she or whoever was speaking did not make sense or many times i would think that it is easy for them to say and i would close my mind on that so i had to train to keep an train myself to keep an open mind in order to welcome more positive thoughts to inhibit me and to have a more positive approach and to be more open to the world at least for me it was not an easy journey but i did it and the side effects like i have mentioned earlier are happiness peace and joy irrespective of the circumstance that you find yourself in they are like the by products and you are evolving every every moment you are evolving and you are becoming more self empowered wherever i find myself i am able to be more centered and self empowered which gives me the balance to respond toward the circumstance calls and i think that that is really the most important aspect of the entire self empowerment journey and the reason it is entwined or at least i entwine it with holistic health is because i feel that they are very very strongly integrated the holistic health where you combine different aspects of your health not just the physical but the physical mental spiritual emotional so many different aspects of you to make it into the whole and together that contributes that is a chief contributor to your own self empowerment the german born buddhist nun avya kema has a solution to the happiness problem imagine an experience that made you happy maybe it's the first time you had fallen in love happiness curled your toes when the object of your desire walked into a room and you caught your breath at the sight of him or her or maybe delight swam in your entire body when an ocean breeze ruffled your hair or that unforgettable moment your boss surprised you with a promotion or maybe looking at your bank balance made you halt your walk when it showed you thousands of dollars from your side business or your or maybe your mind is conjuring up that goofy smile on your face when you bought your car or your nice house or maybe you're reminiscing about an intimate moment when your lover's hand gently massaged your scalp all these experiences have made you happy but have you ever wondered why why are you happy when great experiences walk into your home Our experience is really the reason for putting a gorgeous smile on your face. Is the ocean you're gazing at the reason you are thrilled? Or is it something else? Something else you've not thought of before. Nan Ayakema had an insight that may erase your definition of happiness the crucial point about human happiness that might make you more cheerful is not what you think she has written we may believe that it's the quality of the sunset that gives us such pleasure but in fact it is the quality of our own immersion in the sunset that brings the delight Maybe you're reading this article sipping your favorite coffee or watching the sunset through your window and you are wondering the sunset I'm looking at or my favorite coffee I'm drinking is not why I'm happy at the moment 
How can that be? You're not the only one who believes having more great experiences or external things can cause your happiness. But Buddhism argues happiness comes not from what you're experiencing but how mindfully you're absorbed in that experience. In other words, the feeling the sunset gives you makes you happy, not the quality of the sunset. This is mind-blowing, isn't it? The most expensive tea in the world does not make you happy if you are not immersed in that experience. While the cheapest tea in the world can make your heart dance with happiness if you sip it slowly. And think of an image that makes you so much happy making your tea or drinking your tea. The quality of the tea does not matter. How immersed you are when you drink your tea matters. The quality of the sunset is not what matters. How immersed you are when you gaze at the sunset matters. Ever since I read about this unique happiness recipe from Buddhism, I have been thinking of childhood experiences I thought made me happy. There are so many experiences throughout my life where I know the memory is so beautiful and the memory of it brings a smile to my face and brings me so much joy. But even today, I'm so fortunate to live in a place where I have the view of the mountains. These mountains are part of what is called the Western Ghat, Ghat meaning mountains. And they are a range of mountains and from where I live I can see a very small section. But that section is, is enough. It is so huge, so large and so incredible. And every time I look at it, pretty much many times throughout the day, I'm just overwhelmed at the beauty of it. And I did not really realize that I was getting immersed in my experience. It is not just that the mountain is beautiful, which it is. It is amazing. They are just incredible. And to be fortunate to be looking at them every day is, I know I am truly blessed. But when I look at the beauty of it all, I am also getting myself immersed in the experience. And in those moments, I am forgetting who I am. Just being there, just the mountains, just the breeze, just the wind blowing, just the birds that are flying, just the tops of trees that are swaying in the breeze. So the memory is beautiful, but now I realize something else has made me happy, more than the experience. My total absorption of that experience is making me happy. I am becoming mindful of every move that I make. And I am being completely present when I am experiencing this beauty. So you need to pay attention to the quality of your experiences. You can get a happiness recipe from jnanas, that is, meaning state of extreme concentration. Buddhist meditators can reach the height of rapture by focusing on something as boring as the breath or as regular as the breath or something mundane as the breath but without which we cannot survive even for a second. It just happens whether you are focused or not, whether you are aware of it or not, whether you are conscious of it or not, the breathing continuously happens. You can use the same concept to bring more happiness into your life. You just need to focus on the feelings of what you are experiencing instead of focusing on the quality of your experiences.
For example, when you sip a cup of your favorite tea, focus on the feeling that the tea gives you. For me, as soon as I sip something warm or even slightly hot, there is a really warm feeling inside of me. I love that warm feeling that I get from that hot beverage. I get the comfort that it is giving me. I just feel that it is enveloping me in warmth and comfort. And these feelings in turn give me joy and happiness. When you feel the ocean's breeze on your skin, focus on the feeling of being close to nature. When you feel the damp of earth beneath your feet, focus on that. I spend many times a day walking barefoot on the garden, on the lawn, feeling the grass growing beneath me, feeling the touch of the grass beneath my feet. Peace in your heart that comes from watching water body unfurling right in front of you, whether it be a wave, whether it be a lake, whether it be rain. I am one of those few people who get truly excited when it rains. I just love watching rain. I love the immediate smell that it comes from earth. When the rain touches the earth the first time, there is this unique earthy smell. I have always loved it since I was a child. And I love how the water drops touch earth and how they flow through. Everything about it is so fascinating. Instead of focusing on external circumstances or whatever you are experiencing, focus on your inner feelings. When I was going through menopause, my husband used to cook for me. I used to have a lot of difficulties with what is commonly known as hot flushes and was very difficult to stand near the oven or stove and cook and he used to do so much for me. Those memories even today bring me so much joy. It's not just that he was cooking, it's just the amount of effort he put into it, the thoughts he put into it. The ingredients that he used to gather with so much of love, care and attention. I used to watch it all. He used to st do it step by step, the cooking process. And he, he used to clean so well. Every aspect of that experience, even today, surrounds me with so much of warmth, love and as a result, joy and happiness. This is how happiness flourishes in your life. You focus on the inner feelings your experiences give you. You don't just look at trees or nature or sip tea. You are present and mindful of your experiences when you are experiencing life. This is pretty much the best recipe for happiness that I have read so far and which I have also experienced so far. I am still experiencing this every day of my life and that is why I am sharing it with you. Focus on the quality of your immersion in the sunset, not the quality of the sunset. I want to share a Buddhist tale about honesty taken from the YouTube channel Dare to Do. Each week so far, I have been sharing a story from their channel, which I find inspiring. So here is the story. Once upon a time, in a place called Sedi, there were two salesmen who sold pots and pans and trinkets. They divided the town into two areas and handled their part of the town. They also agreed that when one of them had finished with his area of town, he could visit the other person's part of town. 
One day while one of them was coming down the street a little girl saw the salesman carrying pretty bracelets and trinkets and asked her poor grandmother to buy one for her The grandmother knew she could not afford it but really wanted to get something for the little girl So she called the salesman and told him I am very poor and old and I cannot afford anything in your bag but I have a small old greased plate that is of no use for us so please can you take that plate and give me a small trinket The salesman was furious at the old woman wasting his time but he looked at the plate that was thrusted upon him as he rubbed it he saw a glint of gold in the corner and knew it was a gold plate beneath all that grime he wanted to cheat that poor old lady and got angrier and yelled at her who will buy this ugly old plate from an old poor ugly woman so saying he threw the plate at the old lady and walked away his plan was to return in a short while and get that plate for free Meanwhile the other salesman had reached this part of town where the little girl lived with her grandmother The little girl seeing this new salesman arrive on the scene again asked her grandmother to buy some trinket for her Now the grandmother could sense this salesman was a really nice person who will not yell and scream at her like the one before so she called him in The salesman the second salesman is now drawn in by the old woman to see the plate As soon as he saw the plate he spotted the edge of gold and told the old lady that the plate was pure gold The old lady replied Son I have no use for it you take it and give me whatever merchandise you have So the second salesman gave all of his merchandise except 6 coins and took the plate and left In a few minutes the first salesman arrived at the scene hoping to cheat the poor old lady of her plate As soon as he saw that the other salesman had walked away with the plate he followed the honest salesman to find him boarding the ferry to the mainland and paying his due of 6 coins The first salesman was beside himself with fury He held thief robber he cheated me of my plate stop the ferry come back but the ferryman paid no attention and the honest salesman was on his way to a much grander and better life The first salesman was so furious and filled with rage that he yelled and screamed at the good fortune of the honest salesman and he was so angry the way fate worked that he died on the spot due to a heart attack brought upon by his own anger and hatred You see in life in your life honesty is still the best policy you might think that life is unfair there are cheaters who are rich and successful and famous yes they may be rich and successful and famous but all their riches are built out of lies and they are living in a false castle 
and now it's too late for them to return to the good they have to keep on going and lying and cheating until it digs their own grave for them honesty is always the best policy stay honest stays humble the reason why i choose and pick such inspiring stories is it is it is really nice to hear them it is nice to read them and they are inspiring for sure but i have found, i find more hidden truths beneath the surface beneath the surface of these seemingly simple stories i find so much depth in morality in how to live your life in honesty in courageous behavior how to be cheerful and happy the root cause of it all if you were just to look for reasons to find how to find joy in your life how to find happiness in your life how to improve circumstances in your life how to manifest the life that you desire the answer is really all around you it is in nature how abundant nature is when the sun shines it shines on everything on earth every single form on earth it doesn't think that yeah i will only shine on those people whom i like i will only shine on this particular country that i like i will only shine on these animals and not the humans think about it when it is up and shining every single form on planet earth is getting the benefit out of it and think how you behave when i notice how you react and how what you feel inside of you when you are with, surrounded with people or when you meet someone whom you do not like or when someone is unpleasant to you someone is rude to you someone did not treat you right someone was unfair every single day of our life we are com- coming across all of the above and more and watch how you react listen to my earlier podcast i have said so many times how important it is to take a few moments each day to reflect on yourself to sit quietly by with yourself with no agenda in mind no thinking of i cannot waste few minutes in a day to sit with myself because the mind will bring up umpteen reasons for you to get up and go for you to rush through the door for so many things that are waiting for your attention if you honestly cannot find a few minutes a day to sit and reflect or sit and meditate just try and do it in the shower if possible do while you walk outside there are so many ways if possible you can do it while cooking i always used to do it when i cook there are so many so many ways throughout the day when we can sneak in this thoughtfulness this mindfulness this meditation when i used the word sneak in i remembered how i used to sneak in certain healthy ingredients into my family's diet if i were to use the word quinoa to my son uh, approximately 15 years ago or even maybe 17 years ago i know he would not have touched what i cooked but today he himself is cooking and eating quinoa he is um, eating chia seeds flax seeds and he is so open to hear so many healthy options from me my point is i used to sneak into the family meals whenever i could for example i have shared how i make the flax seed powder and everyone used to love it because the the flax seed was hidden beneath the taste of other ingredients but nonetheless it was made with flax seed so i always try to integrate all healthy ingredients and when my son as a 
as a kid when he was not open to it i would sneak it into the diet in a very healthy nutritious and yummy kind of way because that's how the uh, kids would eat and once the kid approves then i know i'm good to go so the same way try to sneak in meditation or mindfulness or being quiet or being with yourself or watch how you react or respond to situations circumstances people throughout the day if possible every moment of every day if that is possible this is what i call empowered living and that is why we spend so much of time bringing all of this to you thanks for joining me this evening i had a great time have a pleasant rest of the evening till next week bye